News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, eviction notices have begun to surge again. In the first half of 2022, almost 3,000 eviction notices have been issued, according to the Residential Tenancy Board, uh, having doubled since last year. So is it time to bring back the eviction ban to tackle the cost of living and the housing crises? For more on this, we're joined by Father Peter McVerry, founder of the Peter McVerry Trust. Um, Peter, would you support that idea? Obviously, it was brought in during the pandemic because housing was was a, a deep concern of people if they had nowhere to go. But but is it necessary again in your view? Uh, I would very strongly support it. During the pandemic, when that ban was in place, the number of homeless people dropped by almost two thousand because the majority of people becoming homeless today are being evicted from the private rented sector. So I would be in favour at a minimum of an eviction ban during the winter months from October to March, as happens in many European countries, or even better, an eviction ban for two or three years till we can get a grip on this homeless problem, but with the proviso that there is a procedure for landlords who are in financial or other difficulties to be able to uh, secure an exemption from that ban. So we don't want to make life unbearable for some landlords. This would be uh, uncomfortable for a few landlords, but the alternative is a continuing rise to record levels uh, of homelessness. Um I suppose, and they all seem very reasonable points, and I don't think many would disagree with you, but I suppose what landlords might say, Peter, is is that an eviction ban ties their hands. So if they have tenants, for example, engaged in antisocial behaviour or, or refusing to pay as opposed to unable to pay, an eviction ban protects those tenants no. too. Uh, well, the alternative is to have a no-fault eviction ban where there are difficulties, where a landlord is facing difficulties, uh, then uh, I I support a procedure whereby they can secure an exemption uh, from that ban. So we don't want to make life unbearable for landlords. However, I think the private rented sector is no longer really an option for people on low incomes. There are very few uh, apartments for rent. Landlords are pulling out uh, wholesale. They're pulling out because house prices now are reaching their peak. And many landlords who own one or two houses yeah. have decided to cash in on their assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I think other landlords who bought between 2011 and 2018, uh, if they sell now, they're exempt from capital gains tax. So that's very attractive to some landlords who bought maybe in the last 10 years. So landlords are pulling out. They they are, but landlords are are very frightened of the eviction ban. Many of them said that the moment the eviction ban was brought in during the pandemic that they had tenants who instantly stopped paying who had remained in employment. As I say, I I would favour a procedure that would allow those landlords to evict somebody to maybe go through the district court or go through the residential tenancies board in order to secure an exemption from the eviction ban. I don't want landlords with tenants who are not paying rent, who are deliberately not paying rent, uh, even if they can afford it. I don't want landlords who have antisocial tenants having to put up with it. No, I think there should be a procedure to allow them to put their case to somebody, a district court or the Residential Tenancies Board, to secure an exemption from the ban. 
Speaking of antisocial behaviour, um, there has been criticism, Peter, levelled at the Peter McVeary Trust over the death in, in one of, of, of your tenancies, one of the units in, in, in Kevin Barry Street, the death of Tony Dempsey. Um, a lot of criticism has been levelled, in, including that complaints about antisocial behaviour by the, the tenant and within that, that unit were, were ignored and that oversight by, by, by the trust workers was inadequate that the body was there for a week and indeed that you know I, I think no one would, would discount how difficult it is to deal with, with homelessness you, you I would know that better than anybody but but in some of the papers it is reported that staff of the, of the trust say that turnover with the trust is laughable because they feel unsafe and unsupported doing their jobs well, if they do and they come to us, we will provide uh, we will provide that res- support. First of all, I, I offer my deepest sympathies to uh, Tony Dempsey's family. Uh, it was uh, totally unfortunate. But there are two factors about this. We did ask the tenant to move, and, if, and they refused. We were in the process of giving them an eviction notice uh, to transfer that tenant to another of our properties. But we, we are a landlord and we're confined by the landlord, uh, by the residential tenancies uh, rules. We had to give that person three or four months notice of eviction. Then we would have to go to the district court to get that person out. We can't just throw that person out. That would be illegal. So it does create difficulties, but we were in the process of, of trying to deal with that. And the other issue, that's not an isolated case. I know of similar cases in Ballymun, and a report about 18 months ago revealed many similar cases in Tala where drug users take over a flat and they move in, they keep somebody in the flat 24-7 to prevent the tenant from barricading up the door and preventing them from, uh, from, from entry. They just take over and the tenant is absolutely powerless. That's an issue. That, uh, that has to be addressed, not just that had to be addressed, not just in this case, but this is happening in other parts of Dublin okay. as well. And it's absolutely terrifying for the tenant who has lost control and uh, it is difficult to, uh, to address that issue. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning on that and, and on the eviction ban. Uh, that is Father Peter McFerry, their founder of the Peter McFerry Trust. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.